You didn't ask for it, but here it is, the Bourbon and Brothers Podcast. Hello and welcome into the Bourbon and Brothers Podcast. My name is Flynn. I'm going to be one of your hosts for the evening. I'm here with my fellow hosts, Jacob Pretty. Boom shakalaka. First up, what's up? Here we go. Andrew Hovecamp. How's it going, guys? It's good to be back. I actually just listened to the first episode that I missed, and the most common phrase that I heard in that episode was, I miss Hovecamp. So, <laughs> I think uh, I said it nine times. <laughs> Flynn started off with, like, Hovecamp's not here, and I'm flustered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I, you know, I'll try not to miss any more, guys. Apologies. And uh, Kevin's here, too. Happy that Hovecamp's here. <laughs> Do the podcast now. <laughs> Uh, I gotta say, uh, we're 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 excited to be back from our summer hiatus. Uh, we didn't tell you we were taking a summer hiatus, but we did a little bit, and we're back. Here we go. Yeah, we didn't take a hiatus. We kept doing it just poorly, more poorly <laughs> yeah, than very. normal. We did this last week. <laughs> yeah, more uh, poorly than normal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so so yeah. Thanks for thanks for tuning in this week. Um, to so. Be sure to follow us on the social medias, on the Twitters and the Instagrams, at AiredBNB. If you would like to support the show financially, you can go to patreon.com slash AiredBNB. We're going to be releasing some some cool content, uh, including the live episode that we did over the 4th of July weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, It's taken a lot of editing, and I listened to the rough cut of that today where Jacob, Jacob finally got it to a place where it's listenable. And uh, let's just say it gets weird. It's um, problematic. It's problematic. What do you mean gets weird? I think it starts weird, if I've made my memory real serves. weird. Yeah, yeah <laughs> we went to a baseball game and drank some beer at the baseball game. Then we went to a bar and drank some beer at a bar. And then we came back to my house and started recording a two-hour bourbon-induced podcast. And uh, I don't remember then, the last ep- the, and then I think, the last uh, part. I think after two hours of that bourbon podcast, we were halfway through our episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh so we're gonna be we'll release that on our Patreon first. We'll eventually, I think, maybe release it to everyone after mm, that. Mm, we'll, probably not. Maybe. Yeah, we're maybe not gonna release all of it because uh yeah, it, we're it gonna gets make you real, subscribe. You know how we don't cuss on this uh this show. Yeah, we cussed a lot because we were in person <laughs> um and with each other and cussed each other out a lot. Hope Camp, you got real mad. Uh, you walked away <laughs> from the table a couple times. Uh that it, was it is for my the favorite benefit ranking. of the podcast because you were by far the worst you've ever been as a person. It was my favorite ranking that we've done. For sure. Stop teasing something we might never get to. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll release that at some point on the, on the Patreon first, at least. Uh, so if you want that, uh, that, that could be a good snippet. I don't know why you would want that, though. Uh, so tonight I'm drinking, I'm finishing off my bottle, speaking of the live episode, of Rabbit Hole Cave Hill. Um, it's, it's out of Louisville, Kentucky. It's 95 proof. Um, I, I cracked it open and let everyone have some on the live episode, so I figured, uh, since I listened to that today, I would, uh, finish off the bottle. Rabbit Hole, it's a, it's a, uh, four grain bourbon, which I really do enjoy. A good four grain bourbon, that's the E.H. Taylor type of bourbons um yeah it's 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 quite smooth it's very good i know kevin thinks it's overrated but i like it kevin what are you drinking (laughs) interesting um my wife Kristen, who i would submit uh to be this this week's listener of the week 
uh, has uh, purchased me a gift, and it's I will save some to share with you all if you're interested. Um, Kristen is a graduate of Middle, T Middle Tennessee State University. That's where she got her bachelor's. Um, and in 1985, uh, Middle Tennessee State University produced a graduate named Victoria Edie Butler, who went on to who went on to develop um, a bourbon or not a bourbon, excuse me, a whiskey called Uncle Nearest, uh, mm. 1856. Um, she, uh, Victoria E. Butler, became the first female and African-American uh, master blender of a distillery in the country. Um, and so um, Kristen bought this for me as a gift. It's very good. Um, Victoria E. Butler is a descendant. Her great-great-grandfather was Nathan Nearest Green, uh, who this is named after who, um, not to do any sort of brand alignment or endorsement here, but he was the person, he was a, um, a freed slave who went on to uh, be a, a master distiller and taught one Jack Daniels how to make whiskey. Um, and so that was an interesting story I had not heard, uh, read about it in the Middle Tennessee State University magazine, um, and Kristen got a bottle uh, of it for me. Um, and it's very good. It's a, you know, it's a, it's, it's sweeter because it's maple charcoal filtered. Um, and, but it is, um, you know, a, a really nice pour. Um, I think it was something like $55 a, a bottle. Uh, you can find it at a lot of places like Kroger liquor and, and local places. So I would recommend it. Um, I don't always endorse Tennessee whiskeys. Uh, really just the one that I have a problem with is Jack Daniels. Um, but this is quite good, so I would recommend Uncle Nearest. Hove, what are you sipping on? I love uh, that you hate everything about Jack Daniels except for the man that taught him how to distill. So <laughs> it's like uh, ten Jack Daniels makes Tennessee Heathen whiskeys, but the guy that taught him, oh, I'll drink that, no problem. Absolutely. Um, so interesting train of thought. I'm, no I'm nothing if I'm not consistent. Yeah, obviously, obviously. <laughs> uh, I uh, had this actually, Kevin, the last time that you, uh, that when you and I were recording in uh, my basement, the Jefferson's Chefs collaboration, A Marriage of Bourbon and Rye. Um, just a delicious, very small batch of bourbon. Ridiculously small batch, I believe. Uh, mixed with a choice rye from Chef Edward Lee. And um, as it was last time, it is delicious. Um, I wanted to... We finally finished... Uh, we can't put all furniture on it yet, but we finally finished resealing our floors. So I'm very happy that we are so close to having a livable home again. And uh, I thought this would be a nice little way to top that off. Pretty, what are you sipping on? Very nice. Very nice. Congrats on that. Uh, I actually uh, was recording at my parents, and I was I went upstairs and was like, Dad, what interesting bourbons do you have open? Um, and, uh, he did have a bottle of Eagle Rare. It was not open, so I did not feel like cracking that. <laughs> uh, but he did have a bottle of the Jim Beam Black, the extra-aged bourbon, um, which I believe, Kevin, you talked about before. Uh, and I actually haven't had this before, so I was like, you know what, I'm going to give this a shot. Um, it is interesting. Uh, Kevin gave me some fun little tidbits about it. Uh, so it used to be that, uh, Kevin, correct me if I'm wrong on this, but you said it used to be that this was, Jim Beam Black was aged 8 to 10 years, but then they started running out of their 10-year bourbon stock, so now they just call it extra aged, and it's just anything that is aged greater than 6 years. Was that it? Mm -hmm. that's, that's what I believe to be the case still. I haven't been there in a while and listened to the tour, but most Jim Beam products, like the White Label, have been aged five years. Um, so this is aged more than five years, and that's why they're able to put that on the on the Jim bottle. Jim Beam White Label is aged five years? 
I believe that's the case. It tastes like it's been aged for three months. It, I, I believe that it's been aged for five years, and that's why it's frustrating when these new distilleries like New Rift by us comes out and says, you know, our bourbon's been aged four years, and, and we're able to charge $65, $70 for it. And, you know, Jim Beam, which has been aged longer um, and is fine, you know, it just hasn't. Now, I got, Jim I got Beam, four years on the white label. Yeah, okay. Still. Yeah, still. You know, my 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 point holds true. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you can spend twenty dollars on Jim Beam or sixty dollars on New Riff, and they've been aged the same amount of time. It's one of the problems with with what's happening in the bourbon industry today. But you know, re- but respectable. You want new distilleries to start out. You want to support them, and you know, buy local. So, true. I love New true. Riff. I'm glad they're here. But I, you know, I, I do I do have an issue with the price point on some of the products. So. All right. Well, Flynn, what are we doing? We we talked about what we're drinking. Now, what are we talking about yeah, so tonight? Tonight, we are we are going to have a in-depth analysis of a topic that's not <laughs> useful. Um, and then we're going to go into a goldfish bowl. Oh, yeah. And then we're going to finish the night with a fictional battle royale, which I'm very excited about bringing Excellent. that one back. So a few segments that we haven't done in a while. So, Kevin, would you like to introduce the in-depth analysis of the topic that's useless? Yes, I would be happy to do the useless in-depth analysis. Useless in-depth analysis. That's it. Um, you really have to try at that, Flynn, to like I yeah, never I get that say right. that oh, correctly. No, he clearly just... types them out beforehand. He reads his incorrect <laughs> thing. He's like, this is a hilarious thing that I do off the top of my head. No, I just, <laughs> he it's fools just no I'd... one. No, I wrote I it down in my diary that night. I told a very funny joke today. Um, <laughs> I just can't get it. I just, I, I don't know. It's a mental block. Well, here, here's, what, here's what we're going to talk about today. And this, this might go pretty quick, but I think it's an interesting, uh, I'm not sure this is useless, um, but it, and it might not be in depth, but we're going to do it anyway. So there's a, um, there's a woman named Kelly Rowe who is really um, great on Twitter. She's, I think, a sports reporter for the Detroit Lions in the Detroit sports area. And this weekend she tweeted something that I thought was particularly interesting. She said, unequivocally, um, the best beers ranked are, number five, a pre-flight airport beer on your way to begin a vacation. Number four, a boat beer. Three, a beer you've been, that you've snuck in or out of somewhere. Two, college friends are in town. It's the first beer of our pregame and the number one best beer of all time is a 7 to 8 a.m. tailgate beer. Now, we're not going to debate this topic because Miss Rowe has severely, you know, disrespected things like the shower beer, which deserve to be on this list for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. But I'd be interested for us to talk about, because we're a bourbon-themed podcast, you know, if we were to submit to our viewers, listeners, subscribers, and followers. Pods. Pods. Yeah, okay. We uh, named them like 20 episodes ago. And I don't like it. <laughs> um, <laughs> what are the best bourbons? Um, Kelly Rowe also in the comments, uh, she did actually give the shout out to the shower beer and said that as she was trying to be like gender neutral and that there's t- she does too much stuff in the shower with hair and products and all that to think about drinking a beer. I thought that was interesting. But um, for me, this was actually really easy. My favorite bourbon is the nightcap. It is after the party. It is after the big group. It is after the the Christmas dinner or whatever the gathering was. And you're with the small group. You're with the one person you're in town with. You're with just, you know, your 
brother, your sister, your parents, whatever, um, and you pour that one glass of whiskey to have the night, and you can actually hear each other talk. You're not worried about what's going on at the party. Um, I think that's where it doesn't always happen, but you can get into some more real conversations. You can actually just sit down and enjoy the bourbon. I think it tastes a little bit sweeter uh, right before bed with the with the after party nightcap. I love this. It do, I do recall on multiple occasions you yelling at me for how large of a pour I've made our nightcap bourbons. Because <laughs> um, normally I'm not sober for this part either. And I'm like, this is a good <laughs> bourbon. I'm just going to enjoy like a one shot and sip it for an hour. And Kevin comes in with like four fingers, which for him, in all defense, his four fingers are probably like three fingers of a normal sized human. But still, that's a heavy pour. <laughs> It's it's happened on occasion. Um, sometimes it's because I pour them in the dark, and it just it, I get what I get. So okay, yeah, you just All go right. with how many glugs it happens, and then uh, sometimes <laughs> the glugs are just a little bit larger than other glugs. So <laughs> right, Kevin exactly. is Kevin actually just says glug, and his cadence is off at the end of the night. Glug, 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 glug. Okay. I, I do feel like this, uh, just to echo this one, the, the nightcap bourbon, I did not appreciate until probably into my like mid to late 20s. That's when I was like, oh, this is actually, this is quite nice. You don't, you don't appreciate that, it, just, it until you have a bourbon to nightcap with. You're not nightcapping with Jim Beam. You're nightcapping with right. something a little bit nicer. Right. So when you're, when you're 21 and you're like, ah, I'm drinking bourbon and, uh, you know, it, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, I would like to submit. I'd like to submit uh, a, a, a burb. Uh, going off of that, though, talking about being like freshly twenty-one. Uh, one of my favorite uh, bourbons is the bourbon you uh, share with someone when you're first opening their eyes, their mind, their palate to what good bourbon actually tastes like. Um, specifically, I'm shouting out all of my theatrical friends who, uh, you know, I've done several different, like, you know, Lord of the Rings, like, marathons with them and, and just hanging out and stuff. And I would always show up to any party that they would have. They would have, like, oh, hey, yeah, Jacob, we've got some 7-Up and we've got some Beam or Evan Williams. And then I would, like, pull out, you know, a much nicer bourbon and be like, no, 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 no. Let me just pour this just with one cube in it. Just try this. And watching their face, like having another glass and just sipping that with them, talking about it, that's one of my uh, top five bourbons. Yeah, and, and drinking bourbon uh, neat or even just on the rocks is an acquired taste uh, that you don't have in college, usually. Um, yep. You know, I, when I was first starting to drink bourbon and stuff like that, I was talking to my dad, who is an avid bourbon drinker as well, and he, he told me, he goes, you get two bottles of decent bourbon. At that point in my life, Evan Williams' regular label was that. He goes, <laughs> drink them neat. And just drink them without anything in them. No ice, nothing. It's going to not be great. But if you can power through that over the next few weeks, few months, whatever, you will acquire that taste. And I did. Over the next, over the next eight hours, Flynn did it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, two I, bottles uh, of bourbon. I taped them to my hands, and then that <laughs> night... Uh, <laughs> Edward's 50 Edward hands. 40 hands. <laughs> <laughs> 750 hands. Um, but I think so. So bourbon is a drink that that 
I, I enjoy with friends, but also it's a drink to, to kind of relax or mellow me out. Um, I, I usually don't have a bourbon if I'm trying to, you know, stay up all night and, and, and party or whatever. Um, we were at the are pool. You about to, on, are you about to say bathtub bourbon? Not anymore. Uh, <laughs> don't like have you ever tried one of those? Flynn, is that good? But Flynn, okay, is bathtub so, bourbon so, good? Because that uh, sounds frequently like awesome. shame Flynn about how often this man takes yeah, baths. Yeah, he he shames my bath taking. It's a it's, it's a bath it's a, bourbon. I didn't know. I didn't know how often you take baths. It sounds like it's super regularly now. Um, I actually haven't taken a bath in like a few weeks. You but haven't bathed in weeks? Yeah, I haven't bathed in weeks, but it's 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 usually a once or twice a week kind of thing for me. Shockingly more than I would have said. Go on. Go on with your anyway. go on with your bourbon with your bath bourbon. Anyway, anyway. Um we all have in some capacity work in higher education, which which in our line of, of work, it's it's a lot of evening work. Uh whether it's working at admissions, Hove Camp and, and we're at a college fair until like nine o'clock, or Kevin, we're at a donor event until like nine thirty or whatever. Um my favorite bourbon is when I get home either back to my home or back to the hotel when I'm traveling and I can just kick my feet up, lay down on the couch, lay down on the hotel bed, uh, pour it in a nice little cup and just sit there unwinding watching sports center or watching whatever random movie that I can find on, on the TV. (laughs) So obviously Marvel movie. Yeah, like Batman, <laughs> like like the other night, the other night, uh, uh, I, I just randomly turned on Batman Begins and had a glass of bourbon. And it was a phenomenal night like that. that it was just me by myself relaxing after after work. And it was phenomenal. So that is that is my one mm-hmm. of my top kinds of bourbons. I, I love that one. I, I would on my list. I, w- I wrote that down as the the whole house went to sleep bourbon. So in my house, when the entire house is asleep and I get to just like put on the, the fireplace and throw on something on the television or really even most of the time, I just let the television be off for a little while and just, you just lay yourself down in just, front of the fire and, and yeah, you know, and bourbon. Just drink your bourbon decompress. Yep. So I yep. love that. Um, my answer to this question, um, you know, I, I have two that are somewhat tied in my head. The first is the. Um, the fireside cigar bourbon. Mm-hmm. So when we're all around a fire pit at someone's house as the party's winded down and, you know, the last time this happened, we were all doing this and we totally lost quarantine. Like we could not find Allison, but she was just sleeping literally next to Hub Camp <laughs> on the couch. That, no, that was I was outside. looking for her before I sat down and it turns out I would have sat down on top of her. On her, yeah. She curled up on this little chair like a puppy. Like she, she, yeah. she curled up like a puppy and then covered herself completely in a blanket. <laughs> yes, so we just yes. thought a pile of blanket was on this chair. Yep. So but it was Allison. Yep. That was that was after St. <laughs> Patrick's Day. Um, but the uh, so the fireside bourbon is a favorite of mine. But but for me, the best bourbon is um, is a family thing. Like I, you know, Flynn said, you know, his dad sort of taught him bourbon, and same thing with mine. My dad is an avid bourbon drinker, and and I remember when you know, we would go on golf trips and, and he, I would start to take like a maker's mark and pour it into Sprite. And he would be like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> Kevin's um, like, I don't know. I'm 12. 
<laughs> no, I was, no my, my dad was pretty strict about that. I was 21, but it was like 21 in a day. Um, and, you know, but, but for right now, one of the things we bond over is, like, I know my dad's coming here on Sunday night, and I'm, like, excited about opening something new with my dad. And the same thing happens when I go to, to their house is he's picked out something that we either haven't tried or something that's rare that he's found or something that we're going to open together. Um, and that that moment of sharing the opening of something rare or, or intentional with somebody else is awesome. You know, I love that um, with anybody, but especially with, with my dad who really – you know, introduced me to that. It's it's become a family affair. My sister drinks bourbon. My mom drinks bourbon. Um, Sam, uh, I'm sure will drink bourbon in the next couple of years. Um, <laughs> it depends, um, depends on how much he uh, cries when <laughs> in the next couple of yeah, years. Three or four years exactly. is fine. Um, but but that's become a family thing for us. So that was one for me that I always thought should end up on this list somehow. But it's kind of a tie with the with the uh, fire pit cigar beer, bourbon yeah. and the. Um, I think for, for me, for me, a fireside bourbon is better inside. Um, I don't find bourbon to be refreshing. I find it to be like sippable and tasty. Um, like I just, I had a, a nice run. I was sweaty and like a nice refreshing beer actually would have been great. Would have been a top five beer probably. Um, but no, at no point was bourbon like on the immediate list of refreshment after that. So I think that fireside beer uh, is, is or bourbon I'm all in for. Um, I also think it's interesting that, that there's a nice family tie with all of us. Like my dad does not drink bourbon. Uh, but my mom definitely does. And so it's a nice way for my mom and I to, you know, if I'm in, that's that's again where that nightcap comes in. It's like, hey, let's have a glass of bourbon tonight. And, it, you know, now we're doing some familial bonding that, that doesn't necessarily happen when you're just in town and going to bed afterwards, after whatever. Well, I do feel like uh, I want to give a, a quick, quick shout out then to what is also one of my top bourbons, similar family one. Um, I have a... F- uh, a family eggnog recipe that most of you all I think have tried at this point that I um, that I make regularly around the holiday time, and uh, it is tradition because you have to add in the bourbon like ounce by ounce. That uh, as I'm pouring in an ounce, I'll pour myself an ounce, and you know it's just that's that's always a great bourbon too. <laughs> Sipping that bourbon as you're adding it into the eggnog. Uh, mm-hmm. I, yeah, you bring up a good point. I think cooking the the bourbon that is on your food is another. Uh, very mm. delicious bourbon. So I will put uh, my bourbon glazed salmon up right. against yeah. anything. Mm. Yeah. The uh, the after Christmas is over, and after you've traveled all over the place with a child, yes. that that is one of the best bourbons as well because that is one of the best so three exhausted. bourbons that I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Well, I don't know. Well, have we, well, have we was, analyzed that enough? I, that was probably more of a beyond the bourbon than a useless in depth analysis. Uh, but I forgot that we have beyond the bourbon as something we do <laughs> when I put that on the show sheet. But I think that was really cool, and I'm glad we had that talk. Um, um, let's I'll get, put that let's list give, up somewhere. Um, Kelly Rowe, a listener of the week T-shirt as well. So Flynn, you want to send that to her? Yeah, I got it. Yeah, yeah, thanks. She's just getting one of my uh, let's sweaty just hope, t-shirts. Let's just hope she get. Yeah. Let's just hope she gets her t-shirt before Arch, Arch Nemesis uh, Cora, because I gave I gave Flynn uh, a t-shirt for Arch Nemesis Cora like six weeks ago, and it's, it's still definitely in my car. still in his car. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. did just get her address. So uh, Cora, if you're listening in episode thirty, it hopefully is already there, but I might probably. If not you're have. listening, if you're listening, yeah, 
Ridiculous. She has to the, she has to fuel her hate fire by listening to Kevin right. every week. <laughs> yes, Kevin, can you make sure that Kristen uh, gets gets her T-shirt as well? Kristen has a T-shirt. Of the week. It is oh, okay. happening. Yep, all sure. good. All good. Making okay, sure. so let's go. Let's get into the goldfish bowl. Yeah. All right. Let's so we're jumping into the glug glug goldfish bowl. Da, 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 da. You know, I don't even remember what that drop sounds like, but I'll figure it out da, 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 da. when I put it in. Uh, just, we haven't uh, done that in a while. <laughs> Just like take some audio of a goldfish and put that as the drop. Bloop. <laughs> Welcome to the Goldfish Bowl. Uh, so in this edition of the Goldfish Bowl, the Olympics Committee for the 2032 Olympics, which is in Brisbane, Australia, which will take place in Queensland, uh, that's very poor Australian oh, accent. Horrific. Wow, that was very bad. Has come to us to submit a formal recommendation for new sports to add to the Summer Olympics. So the four of us are each going to submit a sport um, to the 2032 Summer Olympics. Uh, it, this is cool, really cool and timely because uh, the Olympics are adding in a lot of new sports. Um, Breakdancing is already going to be set for Paris for the next series of um Olympics, Summer Olympics, so that's really cool. Really excited about that. But anyways, uh, so let's, uh, then the listeners will decide which of the four of our um, sports will make the cut. So, Hove Camp, you'll be submitting first, then oh, Kevin, and then myself, and then Flynn. What you got for us? Um, I'm not, I think Flynn is going to understand this one, but also I'm 100% sure he won't. <laughs> Uh, my Olympic sport, I was giving this some thought, and, you know, we could do some of, like, the beer games or yard games that we've all come up with. But then it came very clear that the Apache Relay is the next Olympic sport. That is the relay at the end of heavyweights, for those I of you that, uh, that are not familiar with the Apache Relay. Uh, and it is... I get that reference. It's everything. I don't know. I mean, there's a hall of knowledge. You have to shave a balloon without popping it. You have to it, uh, throw a, a football through a tire. There's a go-kart race 1v1 at the end. Um, it's, there's it's a wall, a climbing game, wall. A climbing wall, or like an actual relay. You pass the baton. So, I mean, so like the skill set that you're utilizing is, I mean, your brain, your muscles, your coordination, your driving ability, um, you know, your, your delicate hands on the, on the shave there. It's it's perfect. I think it's the perfect Olympic sport um, for like, it's like the the Summer Olympics curling almost. Where like it's the every it's the man that just he has a second job, or he has his day job, but then also just does some Apache relay nonsense on the side because it's fun with his friends. And that's who this Olympic sport is for. That's a great one. I love that. Okay, so um, the example I sent to these guys to think about was the. The first came to mind was that Kristen, when she moved to northern Kentucky, lived on the third floor of an apartment complex. And we used to try to take groceries up in one trip. So I was, th I was thinking how great it would be to have an Olympic sport being, like, how many groceries can you take up three flights of stairs in one trip? Um, but that seemed too simple. The one I'm going to submit that, you know, I this isn't, this isn't something I've come up with, but um, but I think I, I'm actually really a proponent for this one. I think this should this isn't a joke. This should be an Olympic sport in 2032. Um, it should be Chopped. The television show Chopped on Food Network is something that folks from any country 
they have different cuisines and it doesn't matter if you're a master chef in any different cuisine you have a basket of ingredients that you have to turn into an appetizer and then you have to turn them into an entree and then you have to turn them into a dessert and you could do multiple rounds it's kind of like an iron chef where it didn't really matter um that you know bobby flay was this burger chef and chef morimoto was this um japanese i I believe i hope that that's right um um, like uh, uh chef and how they would come at cuisine different but like in battle salmon it was just incredible what those guys were able to come up with in the in the uh, Iron Chef, you know, arena. But this would involve more people because Iron Chef would take too long. But in this case, if you had every country put up their champion to Chopped, um, it would be really cool. And it is definitely a sport because they have to run back and forth through the pantry to get their stuff. You have to know what you're doing. There is physical stamina involved. And it absolutely would be um, a great way to showcase food from all over the world and and everyone who was watching would learn something that's the best part of chopped is when you're watching you learn something about foods you didn't know existed or ways to prepare certain foods or ways to pair certain foods together so chopped is what i think would be the perfect new olympic sport in 2032 and it does i mean just those episodes set up for essentially pool play uh you know you just have this is yep. your pool these are this was the draw you four exactly are doing one episode of chopped before we get into the they yeah, knock I love that. Or whatever. Yeah, I I love Chopped. I loved cooking. Uh, you know, I, I uh, growing up, two of the shows that I watched the most were the original Iron Chef and uh, Good Eats with Alton Brown. So I love it. I I, I want to do that. I, I I think that you should submit that for real to the Olympic Committee. Iron Chef's amazing. Alton Brown sucks. So uh, your endorsement is only somewhat diminished by your your taste. Uh, for Alton Brown, but okay. so Hope Camp and Kevin have have decided that they're leaving the podcast, and I'm totally cool with that now because Alton <laughs> Brown is a saint. Al- I've I've seen Alton Brown live. He is awesome. What? Yeah, Alton Brown is so cool. He do he, better. He is so great. I I love Alton Brown. Good Eats. I I I stream random episodes of Good Eats like any other sitcom that that you'll like. Hey, let's just turn on a random episode of How I Met Your Mother and just watch that tonight i'll do that with good eats chopped brought so many people back to the food network that show was so good and then alton brown comes out with that stupid thing where you have to spend money to get your different Cutthroat kitchen on. was a great and show it was trash oh, it was i watched i watched every episode of Cutthroat kitchen land. oh my god Cutthroat kitchen sucks and i've never wanted to fight you more than i do right now alton I, brown I think makes this guy fietti's personality tolerable <sighs> this is your worst take this is your wow. worst take. Jeez, you all are getting really But also, guys, Grocery Games is a, is a good show. passionate for what you consider mm-hmm. Kevin's worst take, considering the myriad <laughs> of things he said uh, prior to this. Uh, I'm curious about what Pretty's is. Oh, yep. man. So, oh, man. So uh, I would say out of, uh, out of the four of us, I am probably uh, myself with Daniel C's, like, most inclined to just go and do the random sports that it's like, what? Is that really a sport? Um, uh, and I, I thought about, I was like, oh man, Frisbee golf be really cool here. Uh, obviously I knew, I knew you were going to mention that. <laughs> I, I, I'm just going to do a lot of shout outs and then I'm going to tell you what I'm actually going with, which is a total it's called, it's called the against Kevin. the rules. It's called the Kevin. No one does that. Uh, no, I'm pulling the Kevin, pulling to Kevin. Uh, thought Frisbee golf be fun. Can jam, obviously, uh, Coob easily should be an Olympic sport. 
Uh, and I'm really good at that. Oh, yeah. I'm the best and in I, our fr- friend group at Coob. Uh, disagree. Mm, I'm disagree. most aggressive. I yeah. <laughs> yeah Kevin has snapped at least uh, yeah. three of my. Uh, what's your what's your broken set? With Kevin. What's your broken stick tally, Flynn? <laughs> uh, I do love how how Kevin and Pretty were on one side, and then our friend Keith just wasn't paying attention, and he had like three or oh, four bruises rocketed. on his shins from them just rocketing pieces of wood across the yard. Don't say him. his name as if he's not from Indiana. Our friend Keith from Indiana. <laughs> you gotta uh, clarify. You almost gotta almost clarify. as good as uh, when someone light like through a normal throw pretty watched it very slowly smack him in the shin instead of moving <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a dangerous game you are allowed to move it out is. of the way though <laughs> pretty, what is your actual what is your actual yeah, what's your actual answer okay i uh, also had to give a shout out to pickleball because it's really fun um but it'll be much, there yeah. it'll be there oh for sure um the one though that i am going to actually submit is uh and I, I had to look this up. There actually is a professional league for it already, so it has some traction for this potentially. It is called World Chase Tag, otherwise known as Tag. Tag, yep. It is, uh, essentially, it combines elements of competitive parkour because uh, if you've ever seen an arena for this, like, they actually, they broadcast it sometimes. They have, like, all these tables and, like, chairs and things that you can, like, jump on and climb over and stuff. And I think that would just make for an amazing event to just watch like a hunger game style arena of people like you know tagging and like there's like different clocks going and if you remain it for so long that counts as penalties against you and uh, i just <clears throat> i think that that lends itself for a very uh fun edgy kind of cool sport um also i have to give a shout out to one of my favorite movies which reminds me a lot of like our crew of friends uh if, have you all seen that movie tag because i was about to make totally... this i was about to make this make this exact point yeah, <laughs> it's totally it is something so that, like, so like us. i have a tank top for the movie tag but i, I have never seen it no like, one's you... surprised but, but when we watched watch it, it. when it's... we watched it, Kristen looked at me and said, "This is so much like you and your friends in your fantasy football league." Cat said the same thing. She and, was uh, like, and, and then the end happens, and you're like, "Oh crap! This was click the whole time." Yeah. <laughs> oh, now I don't want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it kind of kind of makes me want to start, start up. Mm. Kind of makes me want to start up a competitive like tag with you all uh now we're, in we're, that regard it, we would overdo it and we're way too close to each yeah. other but Hope yes would just it does slap the hell out of you and then you yep. would be uh, like all right we're done, say, with, we're, we're, we're done, done with it's <laughs> called slap bets and no one wins well i won yeah. but that's because uh i have a quick point i have a quick i have a quick point of order um alton brown is the josh gad of oh. food network okay well we've already uh, established okay. josh gad is great so it's uh, lauren, lauren i texted lauren that i think i have to quit my job and the podcast after that one um and and she she retorted that uh alton brown his one of his things is you shouldn't have single use items in your kitchen they should all be multi-use except for the fire extinguisher and your kitchen is riddled with single use things like the damn chocolate fountain so we I, have so many accessories that we don't you need have a they, lot don't of be- they don't belong to me i own yeah. can the can the <laughs> chocolate me- fountain be used for fondue Yes, I own knives. I own (laughs) knives. Like that's that's the kitchen utensils that are mine. Alton Brown would hate Kristen. Kristen. I'll just say that. Well, we hate him back. Hubcamp, what is? I'm sorry, Flynn, you're up last. What's Uh, your stupid thing? So we'll just circle back to the Apache relay. It's the best one, (laughs) and and, 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 and then we move on. And then we're done. (laughs) Uh, 
pretty i like tag we should take it one step further and just make it the hunger games um and yeah you did put yourself you did put him in a hunger games like arena and i was like oh i don't know if you know fight to the death and lightly touch no, your friend is... in a chase game should be compared <laughs> But here we are. I'm a friend of as a world chase tag for you. While all. thinking welcome. of this, you know, the the competitive slapping is is I think it should be part of the Olympics, as should those uh races where they race down the hill chasing the big wheel of cheese. The cheese. Yeah, I think that that should also I just also... watched a Mickey Mouse episode about that with Sam. Sam was you were by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um but I was thinking, I was like, what's what's a thing that I could potentially qualify for the Olympics if they if they had it? Um, and I'm I'm good at a few things. Um, I'm good at parallel parking, but I don't think that that is a standalone event that could be part of the Olympics. Um, and then I thought, what's a game that I enjoy playing with us, our friends? Um, mostly in in kevin's home um it's baseball ah the drinking game the drinking game baseball it combines uh it combines flip cup with beer pong and i think that it is a perfect team sport and baseball so so it's 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 a drinking game called baseball it's it's it's, yeah (laughs) it's 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 uh uh, it's beer pong mixed with flip cup that has baseball rules. And so I think that that should be terms. Olympics. baseball terms <laughs> rules. Yeah, baseball. baseball rules. It's a, it's a baseball style game of beer pong and with flip, flip cup. cup. Yeah. And I'm so good at both of those classy, things and I'm good at classy, chugging beer. Classic so. drinking game. Classic you know drinking what? game. You know what? Right. We'll put the rules on our website. Flynn can do that. I think. Um, so if you really are interested in the rules of, of you know, maybe we'll we do should uh, have a, we should have a drinking game section of the website. Where you can put the rules to, to all the different drinking games that Pretty now, yeah. has continued to reference in 30 episodes that he helped Hubcamp create. Um, Kevin, I'll do that at work games. tomorrow. That was, I'll put, I'll uh, put everything that happened, on the website tomorrow at work. Pretty took credit for something uh, in the last, in like the most recent episode that we released. I think it's the one, the first one that I missed that not only did he not have a part of, he gave me partial credit as well, and I definitely didn't have a part in it either. So. I don't remember what it was, but it was the most pretty thing I've ever heard. So it's a Jacob, pretty fun. Fact. <laughs> he, he said that you all created the Lord of the Rings drinking game. No, that one oh, is true. That, that one is uh, true. I can't remember what it was in, in the most recent one. That one we did uh, create. He gets TM'd. full fifty percent credit for that. Yeah, we we have that TM'd. Okay. Okay. Well, we will see what the listeners have to say about this. We are moving into the arena. Flynn, tell us what's happening for the fictional battle royale. So for this fictional battle royale, insert drop now. Fictional battle royale. We will be drafting. Uh, Excuse me. Insert drop now. Fictional battle royale. One more time. One one more time. (laughs) Do the drop this isn't even again. One of the better drops. Now. Fictional battle royale. Third actually, joke. Third actually, joke, Flynn. Actually, guys, can we release the drop before Flynn says insert drop here? Let's yeah. Oh, that. yeah. That, Let's do that, it that. Yeah. So we're at four drops, right? <laughs> yeah. Make it a fifth, right? Just one more time. <laughs> one more time. Uh, Why not? <laughs> 
fictional battle royale. Pretty was on strike for a while. We we got to make him earn his zero dollars he's making. Um, <laughs> so, Pay pretty so, salary. Join Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com slash aired BNB. So you can also go to paypretty.com and uh, pretty's been do do that you like. That's is not it pretty me. girl rock? Is that is that what? that is that is pretty girl, a pretty fake girl rock Instagram is his account. Instagram account. So I, yeah, you can just one. you can just send him dollars on Instagram. Yeah, it's don't. Full of, it's full of lies. Fictional battle royale. Yeah, but well, if anyway. you wanted to, if you know any of us and want to give us money, that's fine too. Um, <laughs> we we all have Venmo uh, because we obviously deserve it with this awesome content that you're getting. Um, oh no, we've got right. <laughs> we've gone off the rails. Right? Flynn, focus back okay. up. <laughs> this is why I don't introduce stop anything. Telling us, stop <laughs> telling people how funny we are. So you put me in charge of introducing everything at the beginning when I'm sober, and then and then I never I never do anything else. So because this battle royale was your idea, you yeah, should be the most order, it was actually competent mine. to do it. Okay, no, it All wasn't. Right. Fictional battle royale. We are drafting video game characters, and so when you think of our fictional battle royales, it's always a a anchorman style show up with a team of four, and you're battling the other teams of four, and so thinking about video games as well you have to think about also smash super smash bros and and that's something that our friends play a lot i'm not good at it i am terrible at super smash brothers um but i enjoy watching it um and so think of it that way it is a super smash brothers battle royale where it's teams of four and so if you're playing as a team of four you're going to battle other teams of four and that's what we're creating with other video game characters the only caveat is it has to be featured in a video game and all video games are eligible and it cannot be part of any version or at least the original version of Super Smash Brothers. I know what the original version is. Pretty, I think you can probably tell us if it's been featured in another Super Smash Bros, and we'll just kind of pivot off of yeah. that. Um, but we'll go from there. So the order is Hove Camp, Kevin, Pretty, and then me. So Hove Camp, who would you like to take number one overall? Just, just clarifying. So essentially, we are just creating a a team of four. Super Smash Bros. like style fighting characters, yeah, that and, and aren't in the games, yeah, and and so if you think about Super Smash Bros. as well, all of the characters are on a similar playing field, and so you know Donkey Kong is uh, yeah. Uh, yeah is leveled out with Yoshi, so it's like yeah, except no, they're not. These characters that you're drafting are are going to be similar leveled out. So Hope Camp, when you draft a dragon, which I know you're gonna do, it's gonna be leveled out with. There's a lot the of great characters. video game dragons. A lot of great there video are. game dragons. There are. There like are so many. There games. are six. This is probably six. the the least. This is not my my forte uh, as video games. Well, I put I, you first, bro. Thanks, man. Uh, <laughs> so, I feel like there's, there's an obvious too. there's an obvious one on one, and yeah. I, I I gave them to you. I don't I don't know that there is an obvious one on one because I don't know yeah, enough about these, but uh, I do know that I much like Flint didn't play video games. My friends did, and I would often like be watching the Notre Dame game while people played a video game or just like put on some Irish music while a video game was being played. NCAA football is a video game. Enjoy. Yeah. And I'm not going to draft 
uh, ND QB number 10, because that was the, <laughs> that was the, how those <laughs> rosters were listed. That was that before was NIL. NIL yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to draft Ezio Auditore da Firenze. Good call. Because that was a game that I enjoyed watching, and there is no one better than the Assassin's Creed uh, for what I assume will be exactly himself, just leveled out as Flynn has said but that was a game I really enjoyed which, watching which Assassin's Creed was he in? Uh, two. I, I he prefer was in two. two Assassin's yeah. Creed 2 Assassin's okay. Creed 2 is the one that I watched the most uh, with the most fond okay. memories of and uh, I enjoy playing all of the Assassin's Creed's Hope Camp wasn't that that was while because when we all lived together mm-hmm. Colin and I did a playthrough uh, where there was the famous strategy difference between mine and Colin's, where oh, I yeah. took yep. the actual assassin approach, and Colin would do the famous front door front approach, door. where he would front just door. run through the front door and try to double, take down double, as many double people. Double staff at once. the guards and sprint in and go for it. So um, I was actually was recently playing a, a version of Assassin's Creed the other night, and I always start out like Jacob. I want to sneak around, but then I eventually get caught, and then I just go Colin mode and just kill everything. So. <laughs> I'm a I little str- bit of both. I, I, I bought an Assassin's Creed for the first time at age 32 last year. Black Flag because is the best. Because I had, I, had, yes. um, I had played and beaten Jedi the Fallen Order, and I had been told that the gameplay is very similar in Assassin's Creed, so I bought Assassin's Creed. And I don't like it. I, I did not mm. enjoy it. It's way too complicated. There's too many puzzles, and I, I, I hate... I'm really not good at video games. Um, but I'm especially not good at video games like this. Um, so I I did not like Assassin's Creed. I don't think it's 101, but I do think he's an incredible character. I have a 101 that came to my mind right away when Flynn said we should do this. I'm not going to pick him because I'm scared Pretty's going to take my, what I think is the most OP character on my list um, and can smite everyone. And his name is Galen Maroc. Do you know who that is, Pretty? I, no. <laughs> yes, you do. It's Starkiller from The Force Unleashed, also known as the most powerful oh, it's Jedi Merrick. Knight. Merrick, it's Galen Merrick. Not Maroc. It's Maroc. It's Maroc. That's what, that's what threw me off. It's Maroc. And, uh, and it's the most powerful Jedi in the history of the Star Wars universe, period. Um, he yes. he is he is not in canon, but <laughs> he is so much stronger than Darth Vader, and that is made abundantly clear in the game. Yeah. He is the only criticism to the Force Unleashed games is that he's Star Killer is way too overpowered. He can learn both Sith um, uh, Force powers and Jedi Force powers and wield them both instantly, and still decide whether he's good or bad. He can dual wield lightsabers like a boss. He is incredibly powerful and can smite anyone. Yeah, I, I really, I don't, I take some issue with Flynn's comments that all the characters are leveled out because that isn't true in Super Smash Brothers. In in Super Smash Brothers One Hundred One, like we've talked about on this podcast, there's a clear tier of Pikachu, then Kirby Fox, then everybody else in terms of who's the most well, amazing. Well, they're leveled characters. out somewhat. He, it's not. Yeah, he, he's just it, meaning that like. Pikachu with uh, bringing down a thunderbolt is not going to instantly kill a fox. I hear what you're saying. That's what he's saying. Yeah, I I hear what you're saying, but there are characters that are better than others, and so far of these two, my character is better. Galen Merrick is. Yeah, it sounds like it sounds like basically Galen's grab, if you will, will just be like a force summon. 
uh, and then he will have a lightsaber built in, kind of like Link has a sword built in. And there's just ways you can have awesome things um, yeah. that are, yeah, that are still yep. part of the game. From Galen we're holding those out Merrick, right now. We're just Star making suggestions to whoever sure. wants to make this video game for sure. us. Sure. <laughs> All right, pretty. And we get so it's gonna be so expensive with the amount of rights you have to purchase. So, <laughs> there, are, there are so many, there are so many Jedi that uh, I I'm kind of hoping that everyone here drafts a Jedi or Sith because there's a lot of options. Uh, I, I took the best one. Yeah, maybe. No, I'm gonna go though. I'm gonna go a little off the off the record uh, and take one that I don't think uh, Flynn Flynn might be the only one who would know this person. Uh, but I'm gonna take a literal. God, I'm going to take Kratos from God of War series. He's actually one that I thought I could put on my list because I know who it is. I hate you so much. God of War is such a great game, it's, and I was a hundred percent taking that because because my next pick, I, I was like, I, I I think that someone's going to take Kratos, um, and and I wanted to name my dog Kronos because of God of War three, <laughs> but like, oh man, that's that's a great pick. Don't lie. It's because of the Incredibles. No, it's God of War 3. Uh, <laughs> great games. Great games. That's a great pick. Uh, his dual-wielding chain scythes. Oh, man. Those are so cool. Um, all right. So I will take I will, I will take my, my second favorite uh, on my list. Master Chief Petty Officer John 117 from Halo 3. Dude, Flynn, I was... I was Honestly, in between Kratos and Master Chief for my first pick. So. And Halo 3. I'm specifically saying Halo That's 3. That's my the favorite of all like the Halos. I, I played yeah. 1, 2, 3, and 4, but Halo 3 is the best. It's going to be so clear which of us are video game people, Pretty and, and Flynn, and which ones aren't. <laughs> because I'm like, who are you talking about? I did, I did know. So far, Kevin, you're the only one that threw out something I wasn't familiar with, and it's from like the one thing I'm most familiar with uh, of the four of us. <laughs> but not canon. I don't deal with that nonsense. Uh, never read Cursed Child. Never will. Um, so... You, uh, 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 okay, well, The Force Unleashed was so fun to play. It I really was. never played it. it really I, I was. didn't. After N64, basically GoldenEye is the last thing I did, which I will not be taking James Bond here. I, I've, I've only ever played the first Battlefront Star Wars, and I've never played any of those. Like the PS2 version, right? No. Because that was the best one. The, it, was the, it was the best one. And it's also Xbox not in the top five Star Wars games of Xbox all time. Xbox One version? Yeah, it's the Xbox Knights, One Knights of the Old Republic is up there. Yes. Force Unleashed. I, I really actually loved The Fallen Order. Um, there's a lot play, of good Star Wars games. I, I did play, it was um, uh, uh, it was basically the entire story of Episode 3. I don't remember what the video game was called, though. Uh, it's called Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, it is. Flynn, All on right. Xbox, you should, you should, you could probably buy Jedi The Fallen Order for Xbox One really cheap right now, and it's, it's really good. It's really good. Good story, and that is canon. No, it's not. No, they they call it canon now. No, I am looking for a new video game because I just finished one of the Assassin's Creeds. All right, Anyways, anyway, back, back up to round yeah. two. So it, let's do not you guys. Let's keep talking about Star Wars video games that I know nothing about and are not canon. Uh, that's what this <laughs> podcast is all about. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to take Geralt of Rivia. Yes, from Witcher. I knew you were going to take uh, that. Yeah, I almost uh, took him just to Witcher. Spite you, Witcher but three. I, didn't know I think I think that him. show is <laughs> awesome. Uh, through season one, I've read a few of the books now. 
Um, and I've not played any of the video games, which is a common theme of all of the picks I'll probably make. <laughs> but I have at least been a witness to or familiar with the material of all of my picks. There is not anyone that uh, I will nominate on my squad that I am totally unfamiliar with. Uh, and Geralt of Rivia is awesome. Uh, it's a, Witcher 3 is one of the best video games of all time, apparently. Uh, the, <laughs> and, and so, yeah, I'm going to take the frickin' Witcher that is like a superhuman um, um, guy, yep, mutant, yep. if you will. Yep. Okay. And you guys know I keep, I keep all the notes on my little notepad um, so I can read through these later. Someone else should do it for this one because right now I have... Um, Hovcam's team is Assassin's Creed guy and Witcher guy. I actually, um, I actually, I, I actually have it right now. I'm in a good spot to keep these notes. Just keep your own list, and we'll <laughs> so recap it after that. That's fine. I got. I might be able um, to do the recap on this one. So I thought he'd get back to me, and and this, I'm I'm definitely aging myself with this group on this one. But the who the guy I from thought Pong. Of, who, <laughs> yes, the guy who <laughs> the guy who played Pong, the guy who. Um, the guy who jumped off the top of the list when I was like, how the heck did this person not end up in SSB 1 was, is the best for two reasons. He does two things well, okay? He kicks ass and he chews yep, bubblegum. Yep, yep. And Duke Nukem is on my team. Yeah, he is incredible and has to be. I mean, I really think he should have gone 101, but I, I respect the Assassin's Creed pick. I don't – sure, Witcher, great. But Duke Nukem is, like, the quintess, like the best video game character drafted so far. From what game? Duke, Duke Nukem. Nukem. Okay. <laughs> Duke Nukem. I actually don't Wait, know who you you're talking about. I'm, I'm concerned that I know that one. <laughs> I actually don't know who I you're talking about. I... His oh, catchphrase is, I'm here to kick ass and chew bubblegum, and I'm all <laughs> out of bubblegum. Bubble gum. Also, shout out to the longest uh, fisticuffs fight scene of all time from They Live, where uh, a per character also runs out of bubblegum. I have four <laughs> characters that are much older references than Duke Nukem on this list, and I'm really concerned about how old, it. Well, I just Googled is... him. He's very pixelated. So that... <laughs> Kev, yeah, Kevin Steam's all pixelated. How old is Duke Nukem? Oh, let me look. I don't know how oh, old gosh, Duke Nukem is. Oh, gosh, that's a good... It's, hold on, I, I got I think it might be four? tough to get older than him, Kevin. Um... Night. Well, he was Duke Nukem was born in 1967, but I don't oh, know. Cool. It was cool. released in 91. The first one was the most recent yeah. released was 2011 Duke yeah. Nukem Forever, which was released on the PlayStation Three, Xbox, Xbox 360, 360, and yeah. PlayStation Three. Yeah, so you know, come at me. 2011. That was I was graduated college. Okay, I thought we were talking <laughs> about like origins here. Anyway. Pretty. Who's your? <laughs> I don't think. Oh, I, oh yeah. I'm up. I, Kevin, I don't think you have to worry about uh, any of your people getting uh, taken from you. If no, you're I don't think it's older than it's that. It's just a free for all of delight in this one. <laughs> <laughs> so Everyone's coming at it where... from such different perspectives and knowledge base that it's 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 crazy. Truly, truly. So this is where it gets a little not dicey for me because I can go in one of two directions. I can go just strictly making my team OP um, and going with characters who are OP that are in video games, or I can go with more legit characters who originate in video games and then whatever. Um, 
I just want to hear what you guys have to pick, and then I'll pivot from there. But I am going to go ahead and pull a Hove Camp and put a dragon on my team, the best dragon, uh, the only dragon that really, I think, could feasibly make it on here, and that is Spyro the dragon. I actually thought Spyro. that he would make it back to me. He was going to be my next pick. I really wasn't too worried about you guys taking him, but here we are. And he is I'm... in the top six, but he's, uh, on my list, he's number six. That's fair. Spyro the dragon. He's great. Not bad. Not bad. Tiny dragon. Big god. <laughs> um, one of my favorite games of all time, um, and I, I think that, that this is great for a Smash Brothers type game, it's Spider-Man Web of Shadows. Um, it was the PS3 version, I believe, of, of Spider-Man. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I think it came out when I was in college. And it was it was the one where you could switch between him being Venom and him being Spider-Man. Really, yeah. really cool game. Uh, Excuse so me. Spider-Man it was him being symbiote suit Spider-Man that's, that's and him being meant. Spider-Man yeah, without bad. the symbiote suit. My he was bad. never Venom. He was, he Venom's a different Venom. character. Sorry. No, if you're no, no, <laughs> do not dismiss this. If you're gonna come at some Spider-Man talk, get it right or shut your damn mouth, Flynn. Okay. Okay. Got it. Got it. <laughs> you're the you're the Alton Brown of this podcast. You Thank piece you. Of crap. Thank you. <laughs> I think that that's just so fun that Kevin is like he's like I got Flynn and Flynn's like oh my god Kevin was really complimentary was really complimentary <laughs> to me last night <laughs> he never thought that in his life god, I want to quit my job after that <laughs> if, if my boss hates out I'm gonna ask my 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 direct supervisor what her feelings are on Alton Brown tomorrow and if she doesn't like him I might quit I might with you. be willing to say her answer is gonna be wait who's that <laughs> yeah that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair knowing that person well th- the answer might be wait who's that again <laughs> and she'll google it trying to do it slyly so she doesn't think you notice yeah yeah <laughs> moving on are we back up to me no flynn didn't make his pick oh no. oh, oh wait Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man. Choosing... oh spider-man okay that's fine it's Marvel flynn with Capcom, the first so. flynn with the first uh like Letter of the law is fine, but spirit of the law, this shouldn't ha- be happening because this oh no, the Spider-Man games character are didn't originate in the game. That's not a rule. So it's not okay, a rule. that was again, a question it's that not I was a rule, kind of... but it's okay. the letter of the law versus the spirit mm. of the law. The spirit of the law is is this a video game character first? Pikachu ah. did not originate with with well no with if with you the count Pokemon if you count video game. If you count the the, the game manga Boy came out like simultaneously with the video game, the Game Boy video game. What? Also, you can't draft Pikachu. So, yeah, I was say, you, you're. I don't understand what you're saying. Well, um, you're you're saying that the original uh, that Super Smash Brothers is is only original characters. So, well, no, what? Yeah, what no. Kevin's saying. No, what Kevin's saying is Super Smash Brothers is characters that are accumulated from video games first. Like they were not movies, then video games, or comic heroes than video games they were video comic game heroes first. for 50 years before they became a video game <laughs> yeah video i set started. the rules for so when 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 i put it in here it says has to be featured in a video game. i understand that's why i've said you are not breaking one the letter i swear to god if he takes but you are with his last pick you are <laughs> you are not breaking the letter <laughs> of the law you are definitely breaking the spirit of the law but it, it, you're flint you're gonna do what you want to do here's it's a character here's a character that is featured in a movie but that movie is based on a video game uh, and that's Laura Croft. Damn it! Yeah. Yeah. Laura Croft's actually a video game first. She's I video know. game first. It's on the list. Oh my god, pretty. I know. Yeah. 
If I'm picking them, I got I know the, I know the gist here. Yes, she is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, Laura Croft, 100% on my team uh, because she is absolutely she's probably the most badass person on my team and that features assassin's creed and a witcher so yeah i'm feeling pretty good she's awesome she's awesome um i'm gonna go ahead and say that she was on my list next to lydia from skyrim um Mm. which is a phenomenal pick because lydia is basically indestructible um for most of the game and i'm saying that because i don't think (laughs) any of them are gonna (laughs) destroy <laughs> she, she, Lydia does not get destroyed. You I'm said for most dis- of the game, as if to say, like, and then she really is not indestructible. Well, depending on which way you play Skyrim, because Skyrim is among the most perfect video games ever. The way you play Skyrim, you can end up marrying Lydia, and then she becomes less badass and more wife. You can also do some other things where you choose a different partner, and Lydia goes away. But anyway, I, I'm just giving a shout out to Lydia because I don't think anybody else is going to draft her. Um, because even though she's next on my list, I'm going to go with my theme of drafting characters from 1997, um, and take Turok, the Dino Hunter. Yes. Um, It's a good one. Uh, I'm surprised two of you that are the younger two know this person, but Turok is awesome. He hunts dinosaurs. He is... Uh, not afraid to go up against many velociraptors at a time, which are the most cunning and evil dinosaurs of all time and smart and amazing. Okay. Don't you lump evil as a descriptor of the VRs there. Sure, sure, sure. And amazing. Um, but but Turok Dino Hunter is going on my list for show. Nice. Nice pick. Very solid. Never heard of it. Can't, can't, can't I, comment on I don't, I don't. I don't. <laughs> this is not shock. <laughs> This is where I'm curious where Hove Camp goes because I, to be honest, sorry, Flynn, not to, to harp back down on you, but I thought for sure Hove Camp was going to be the first one to like draft a movie character who's also in a video game. He did. He just doesn't, he's never played The I've Witcher. Played, I've played zero <laughs> of the video games that are, again, okay. I don't think I'm going to play any of the video games that are on my team. There's only one like, more that I might take that I've played. But, Kevin, in fairness, the Witcher Actually, video t- game was out well before the Netflix series was. Again, and, that's and also, why, that's and why also the book not was out problem. before both. <laughs> that's why I didn't say mean things to Hubcamp, but did say mean things to Flynn. Because it, it, it fits. Fair, fair. I'm aware of the source material and the spirit of the law in this one. I'm navigating this perfectly. Flynn's an ass, okay? Pretty Europe. We're all clear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's uh, fair. <laughs> I mean, Flynn, I'll, I'll give you two potential picks. <laughs> yes, uh, sir. Because, crystal is the next and one. I'm, <laughs> crystal. Crystal. I'm glad that uh, Flynn was the first to bite on this because, you know, both Goku from Dragon Ball Z and uh, Superman from Injustice Gods Among Us are potential <laughs> options. Don't do that. Uh, I'm not because I am going... Uh, I put some limitations on myself. I was going to not draft anyone from the same franchise of video games and i find it interesting that mm-hmm. tekken soul caliber and mortal Kombat. no one has picked anyone off of any of those right now uh yet okay well i'm gonna go ahead and get the ball rolling on that and kevin i have a feeling you know more mortal mortal Kombat than anything else so i'm gonna go yep. ahead and take i'm gonna go ahead and take uh who i think is maybe not the most powerful but definitely fan favorite I'm gonna take Sub Zero. Oh, you're off wrong. The list. That's a terrible you're pick. S- that's the that's the worst pick from Mortal Kombat. 
No, Sub Zero. Have you seen the most recent movie, by the way? No, I need to. I really want to. Oh, you should. You can borrow my. Does he get HP. like rocked by Scorpion or something? Because that that would. No. A um, couple things. The movie sucks. Okay. The, the the fight sequences I've the heard. The fight are good. sequences are amazing, and if you played Mortal Kombat, the OG Mortal Kombat, when you're watching, you're just giddy the whole time. But the movie sucks. Okay, like just to make <laughs> cool. that really clear. <laughs> The movie sucks. I avoided all Mortal Kombat characters on my list because I knew that I would take one and have the, and people would have the exact reaction Kevin just had. I don't know enough about it to be like, I'll be like, I Sub-Zero, people, I've heard of that one. And Kevin be like, terrible pick, and here's why. And I'm like, you're right, I don't know, I, I think mean, I'm going to lose this now. Pretty, pretty, I'll, t- I'll tell you this, I had two pick, on my list. I had He's Scorpion not terrible, and but there's Sub-Zero. three better. I had Scorpion and Sub-Zero on my list. Uh, I was okay. going to take Sub-Zero next. So you have now sniped me on two of your three picks, I'm and very I dislike happy. that. I dislike I'm that. I'm so happy with this one. I don't this like picking after you on this. I'm um, not even I sure I'm capable of being sniped in this game. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, was, I was legitimately like Googling about Sub-Zero so I could talk about him a little bit more. Uh, See, I feel like I shouldn't have to do that. I don't so. want to Google any of these things. I want to just know some things. That's how uh, I, that was fine. the criteria for my team. Go ahead, Flynn. Fine, fine. Uh, Marcus Phoenix from Gears of War. Have you Gears of War? Gears of War. Very underappreciated game. Underappreciated game. Uh, One of the coolest weapons of all time, the machine gun that's also a a, chainsaw. chainsaw. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Super cool. So uh, yeah, I, that and I and I have one of the one of my favorite memories of playing video games was me and my my good friend growing up Zach. Um, we stayed up all night and played Gears of War, and we we did it from start to finish and completed the game. That was a, a really cool experience as a kid. I don't intend on taking a character from Skyrim. I don't intend on taking a character anymore from Mortal Kombat. I'm really glad that someone shouted it out. In, in my opinion, Scorpion and Sub-Zero cancel each other out. They are equally matched fighters. The most powerful of the, of the fighters in Mortal Kombat is Raiden. That is known. He's and so if you're going to choose a Mortal Kombat person, you should choose Raiden. I'm saying that just so that it is said, so that our listeners don't think that we don't know that. Um, because at least one of us does. But Huffcamp, you are up with your final teammate to join Assassin's Creed guy, Witcher guy, and Laura Croft, who I would have picked <laughs> next. Um, yeah, so There's other Assassin's Creed guys, by the way, Kevin. Uh, but no one that's worthy of the pick. Um, Fair. This one is a smidge tougher because I feel like the two that I'm staring down the most don't fit the team vibe that I've created. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, at all. Um, but I think I'm going to just do, and, and I uh, and also pretty still the only dragon I could even a little bit talk intelligently about. So I did quickly <laughs> Google, like, other video game dragons, and uh, what is it, Alduin from Skyrim 5 is on yep. there, and I was like, I don't pretty know. Pretty incredible anything about this i could pick it and everyone be like cool hope camp got his dragon he's incredible and easy to kill at the same time it feels it feels like cheating because i i only knew of the one dragon it was my dragon pretty stole it congrats on the cartoon dragon 
Um, I'm just sniping uh, my team everyone. We'll move this, on. This my, game. We'll move this on. This is great. I'm going to take Jill Valentine from Resident Evil. Yep. Solid. I'm going to. I'm going to do another video game first, but became a movie franchise, and it's just a badass woman. Yeah. Destroying, uh, in this case, lots of evil creatures, fast yep. zombies. There's some extra yep. lycanthropes, I think, in there. So, uh, yeah, Jill Valentine rounds it out, and uh, I've. I feel very confident that my squad of video games that I've never played before but know a little bit about <laughs> is top-notch. <laughs> you know, Jill was, on, Jill was on my list as... Jill was on my list just as much as, as Lydia and Laura Croft was, were... Um, man, okay. I've got Starkiller, who can destroy all of this group with no problem on his own. Duke Nukem, who, you know, only knows how to kick ass and chew bubblegum. Turok the Dino Hunter. So I do have room for comic relief. Um, oh, God, yes. Please do it. Please do the comic relief I was going for. I'm taking Odd Job. Uh, oh, no, it's not at all. A.K.A. Kevin Reynolds in Golden Eye. I, I was so looking forward to making fun of you for not taking Odd Job. I know, but job. I'm taking Odd Job. He was next on my list, and it's because, yeah, he's incredibly short. He's so short when you play Golden Eye. You can't aim at him. He's difficult to, to hit because you have to adjust your aim because it'll go over his head. <laughs> Meanwhile, Oddjob doesn't need a weapon because he can throw his hat, which yes. has a razor blade around the rim. It's and instant can kill. kill. And it's an instant kill. Oh, man. Oddjob is phenomenal. That was um, on my cue to make fun of you for not taking him. That's fine. Nice you, have a, you have a wrote, cue to make fun of Kevin? I'll always. <laughs> I, and, 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 and let me just say this. I have written no other names down. Every name that I had down has either been chosen or was named odd job at this point in my list that is we are, i am or, done or lydia clearly prep. lydia no again i yeah mentioned lydia um but odd job is odd job is where it's at i do and think Raiden. though and we we need to we need to now flynn call out mm. kevin because he has now drafted uh letter of the law versus spirit of the law has now picked a character who was in a James Bond movie first movie. and then happened to get put in the video yeah. game. Man, I struggle. Made famous, by, made famous yeah. by the game, not the movie. I do struggle Disagree. with... I struggle okay, with quick Golden question, Eye in quick particular question. because Golden Eye is a video game in a lot of people's minds. Pierce Brosnan's James Bond movies, I think, were largely forgettable, but Golden Eye as a video game is not forgettable. So I, Pierce Brosnan I, it's is tricky. the worst it's Bond tricky. that's that's happened, um, and he also and his, and the the GoldenEye video game is better than the GoldenEye movie. Period. Okay. Well, Ajab wasn't even in GoldenEye. He was in Goldfinger as the henchman for Goldfinger. All right. Silence. <laughs> I don't know enough about I don't know enough about Goldfinger <laughs> to disprove that. No, no one had. We gotta a, rank. We gotta rank James Bond movies. Oh, I think I might do. struggle with that one. <laughs> I might I might get outed for seeing like two James Bond movies. <laughs> oh my gosh, you are the worst. I mean, I'm a huge Roger Moore Bond fan, and people think he's the worst Sean of all time, Connery, and those people are yeah, wrong. No, but I'm is. a huge Roger Moore fan. Roger Sean Moore was Connery. a great Bond. Sean Connery is the best. I'm not saying he was the best. Sean Connery was the best. Roger Moore was second. Anyways. Pretty. Why don't you draft? Why don't you draft James Bond himself? No, nope. no, because that's no, that's not from a video game first. 
Excuse me, pretty. Odd job is if you asked a hundred individuals to tell you about odd job, they would reference ninety-nine of them would reference the video game and not the movie. You're right, but I would argue he's a video game character. I would argue that a lot of them would because it's a toss-up. Like Goldeneye, classic nostalgia uh, multiplayer bond, but 007 Nightfire was the kind of like next level multiplayer. 99 out of 100 would say Odd Jobs from Goldeneye, the video game. If you in- interviewed 99 out of 100 about what Spider Man's from, will, 100 on. will say it's Spider Man's from Spider Man. <laughs> Kevin. You mean, you mean Kevin, the baby character? Hey, yeah. serious, Kevin, let's make a Malort bet on this. Don't text any of our friends. I will, I will choose 10 of our friends. I'll, we'll, we'll, we'll come to consensus on this. I'll choose 10 of our friends. Pretty, pretty well. Text the league. I will. I will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, because four of us are in that. I, I will choose ten friends, and I will ask them, "Odd job? Who they know? Like, how do they know odd job?" And I bet you that nine out of ten do not say Goldeneye. I bet you more of them think, nine, "Oh yeah, yeah." He was like, nine he said out nine of 10. out of ten would say Goldeneye." He said ninety-nine out of a hundred, so he's giving him okay, a nine percent okay. cushion on that. You're saying nine out of ten won't. Nine out of ten who know who an odd job is won't say Goldeneye. Yep, they will say Goldfinger instead of Goldeneye, or so, or say, no, no, oh yeah, no, he's no. in a he's in a James Bond movie. Pretty no. Pretty is saying that nine out of t- that you he's just he's phrasing it very poorly. He's saying that you get you have to get nine out of ten saying Goldeneye to win the bet is what Pretty's saying. Yeah, not that I don't he take has that action. Yeah. People, people who I will take that action if it's people who know what the odd job reference is. But that no, that nullifies the point. No, it doesn't. Hope Camp, back me up on this. You, you are. I can see you biting your lip. You're like, oh, pretty right. Yeah, yeah. So you're you're misreading the <laughs> lip bite. Um, pretty, your fourth character. That's what the lip bite was. Was like it's time for Pretty's fourth character. Okay, fine. Pretty. <laughs> pretty. I have I have highlighted my fourth character already. Snipe so, it. Yeah. Put it in your crosshairs and snipe it. Yep. I've already highlighted it. It's done. It's in ink. Let's see if you take it. Kevin knows about writing things in ink. It's not on the official. At this point, <laughs> I know I'm gonna I know I'm gonna beat I know I'm gonna beat Hope Camp's team. I need to make sure I need to ensure that I beat in Kevin's what team. world? You Hilarious. can't. You can't be my team. I need to ensure that I'm going to beat Kevin's team. So my team is I feel like exclusively uh, team is exclusively the best Smash Brothers players no, no, no. of all time. So here's here's the thing. I was. I'll tell you right now. I was going to draft Yoshimitsu from Tekken because he's awesome and he was my favorite character to play as. Great, great, great pick. However, I do understand that Star Killer is a very powerful Jedi. So I need the to combat powerful. him with an equally powerful Jedi. I'm drafting no, Kyle exist. Katarn. <laughs> None of you all know him. That's no. fine. Uh, you all know what this made me think he, of? This is about I, to I, get I thought real you were, weird. I thought, hang on. I thought you were going to draft Raiden. Darth Raven? Darth Raven? R- yeah. I thought you were going to draft. Or Darth Revan? Yeah. It's Darth that Revan. Would, yeah. From, from Knights of the Old Republic. KOTOR? Yeah. Yep. That would have been the next on the list in terms as of As soon OP as I Jedis. said Kyle Katarn, I was like, eh, I could have gone Darth Revan too. But you Kyle should, Katarn, you should no. have gone Darth Revan. No. So, Kyle Katarn is Luke's first, like, um, Padawan. His, his first true love. Yeah. After his sister. And Mara Jade, but we won't get into that. Anyways. Your goal is to win, and no, you didn't. I have Kratos and Kyle Katarn. I'm fine. Flynn, do you want to know what this made me think of? Hmm. All I could think of was, Kyle upset. 
Kyle upset from the weird <laughs> photograph. <laughs> Look at spoof. this graph. <laughs> Look at this photograph. <laughs> that, that is, that it's, is it's the best upset. YouTube video of all Kyle time. Kyle upset. <laughs> what is happening right now? I don't I know. Mean, Kyle Katarn is my fourth pick. It's that video God, of you've the never... two kids making fun of photograph by Nickelback. <laughs> I love yeah. that. Yeah. Yep. So that's that's what I thought of, and I needed the world to know that if we're gonna make you, if we're gonna make weird that references to George Washington of a rap, joke. no, we make references to George Washington rap, which is Constantly. real weird. So now we're gonna now make references to this weird Nickelback thing, and if we make people watch some viral videos that I like, I'm fine with it. Flynn, who is yeah. joining? Uh, Master Pio one seventeen Halo. Yeah, we've dude, got we've got Master Chef, a Spider, Marcus and, uh, Phoenix. <laughs> Okay. And somebody. Who I think I have person? the best team of anyone, and I think that it's it's like a landslide. And so I was thinking, who is the most overpowered, also He's taking most, <laughs> most talked about video game character of all time? So the most oh, overpowered video game character of all time is Bo Jackson from Tech Mobile. Oh, Never mind. So I'm taking Bo Jackson from Technoball. Bo Jackson. I, I yeah. dibs on Bo Jackson. Yeah. This Bo is. Jackson. Hundred percent. This is the most respectful pick you've made. I also don't <laughs> think he understands the reference. Say I more. I don't get the reference. Okay. Okay. Good. I'm glad I called you out. You do not know of which you speak. No. Then why didn't you what pick reference Ken are you Griffey Junior from Griffey? Or Pablo Sanchez from oh, uh, Pablo uh, Sanchez, an elite backyard baseball player, or backyard yes, all sports, you. really. Yeah. I almost rake. took Stretch from NBA Jam Volume oh. Two. This is uh, you, you said your team, your facts. team who you don't know who this fourth person is wins in a landslide. So let me ask this question: yeah. Wait, you, you don't know who dis- Bo Jackson is? No. Flint. No, he knows Bo Jackson. Oh, I know, know who Bo reference. Jackson is, oh, but I don't know what the... the mo- I assumed that you were making a movie reference that I didn't know. Mm-mm. Oh. No, Bo Jackson, he, he would just run around in the backfield while everyone chased him until he scored a touchdown every time. Tecmable. I think he understands the reference more than you're... More than you. I get okay, the reference. Well, he I said he didn't, clip, so I, I asked a very quick question. I thought question. you were making some random look, movie look, reference. I'm just rule, used to not getting references. If the rule is you got to play the video game to have the person on your team, i got to get a new team. I don't. <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> so Flynn's team, Flynn's team apparently ball. wins in a landslide. So I have, I have a question 100%. for Flynn. So if, yeah. you were to, if you were to look at your team, their reflection in a snow-covered hill... Please describe it. <laughs> that's uh, that's actually a reference he doesn't get. <laughs> no, I do. I got that one. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're asking, though. <laughs> he wants to be it brought ha- down by the landslide. <laughs> <laughs> you. It feels like you're afraid of change because you've built your life around this team. My question is... <laughs> <laughs> Did you ask the mirror in the sky what is love? Baby, that's don't a great hurt question. Me. No, can the child within your heart rise above? Here's the teams that we've got. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, Hofkamp's team is 
Uh, Ezio Auditore de Firenze from Assassin's Creed. There were so many random references. Geralt of Rivia from The Witcher. Laura Croft from Tomb Raider. Jill Valentine from Resident Evil. Kevin's team is Starkiller, a.k.a. Galen Marak. Merrick. Uh, it's Merrick. Uh, I wrote down, I wrote down M-A hyphen rock. As in yep. Galen, <laughs> oh, Galen's, Galen's Galen Ma, Maroc. Galen's Maroc. Galen's Ma is a rock. Anyway, Kevin's team is Starkiller, Galen Maroc, Duke Nukem, he's out of bubblegum, Tarak the Dino Hunter, hunting not evil Velociraptors, and Oddjob, <laughs> a.k.a. Kevin in a video game. Uh, Pretty's <laughs> team is Kratos from uh, Gods of War, Spyro, the dragon usurper from my squad, Sub-Zero, the third best Mortal Kombat character, apparently, and Kyle Katurn, a.k.a. Kyle Upset, Kyle Upset, from I don't even know. Uh, Flynn's from Star Wars, <laughs> Jedi Outcast. Yeah, anyway, sure, I didn't fine. write that down. Flynn's team is Master Chef, a.k.a. Master Chief from Halo 3, uh, Spider-Man from the movies, or apparently Web of Shadows, Marcus Phoenix from Gears of War, and Bo Jackson from Tecmo Bowl, the pride of Auburn, War Eagle. <laughs> That That's was a solid. great recap. That was fantastic. <laughs> I should take notes more often. That was amazing. Also, like, I, I, I do have to say, I'm shocked and surprised. Congratulations, all of you all, on not picking any character that was in a, subsequ- a subsequent uh, Smash Bros. I thought for sure but you all were going to do that. There was a couple on my bolder. list, like Sonic. Was Sonic in a... Uh, Sonic's in the most recent I figured he would be. Yeah, and, and Zelda, I, I assume. Kevin, we don't have the rights. Yeah. Kevin, we don't have the rights. That's why we're, that's why we're talking over him. <laughs> we don't have the rights. No one asked for any of this. Stop singing. Ah, the podcast is over. Have a drink on us. In that makes it very hard to edit with you. Yeah. bring us down.